Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. And our excitement for being back for season 31 was is not short-lived. We're still very excited. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not covering the most recent episode because it was just so sad. I mean, Mank- if you want us to just cry the whole, I mean, the whole that would we not could be do that. For That's just a different kind of a podcast. You so, know what? My emotions yeah. vacillated between crying and mad, intense rage, yeah. flames, heat, heat, yeah. and appreciation for Mankey on how kind he is in interviews. Really, seriously, and he's such a good advocate for women. So he really is. I was Thank all you, over Josh Mankiewicz. Watch that episode, of course. Oh, it's like a must always. watch. Yeah, can't miss. We just yeah. can't talk about it. We uh, just have to talk about this other one that was just on, right? Yeah. So they just aired Collision again, which we covered at the very beginning of the podcast, like the third month of our podcast. Wow. And it's five years ago. And they did it with an update at the end. So we have a brand new update. We have new twists. And let's see if our feelings have changed. The same people we weren't fans of last time. <laughs> I had some issues with. Did you? I did not re-listen to our episode. so I'm I did sure, not either. Much like the Dunkin' Donuts debacle, I'm going to talk about the same things last time as I do this time. <laughs> and not know changed. about it. Yeah. We strive to grow as people and we fail spectacularly every time. But like my feelings on on sugar and coffee is not going to change that oh much. you know what actually someone who is a restaurant supply works in that field said that companies have to pay different amounts of taxes or insurance or interest rates something with money if they set out condiments and supplies for people versus if they don't so dunking donuts dunkin donuts can't afford it they're doing it to save money. There, there you have it. Yeah. Which we could have figured out. Interesting. Yeah. So we're talking about Collision with an update. And it originally aired July 21st, 2017. And this time it aired September 9th, 2022. And it is season 25, episode 41? Question mark. Maybe 43. Probably 41. Two out of three sources said 41. The third source said 43. So figure it out, people. Hosted mm. by the lovelier and the lovelier Andrea. Lovelia Andrea. Canning. And this might have been one of our very first episodes with her. This could be the episode where we fell in love with her. She was very good in this. She hits she has heavy questions. She hits mm-hmm. hard. She also she has a lot back of no punches. St- stares. And her stares. A lot of all a have lot of meaning. faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the opening, Lester says, a wife, a mistress, and a murder. And I oh, remember right. part of this, and I was like, Lester, you're in trouble. <laughs> she does not like to be called mistress. You need to know that going out the bat, she, that she doesn't like that word. Mm-hmm. So we are in red hot Texas with red hot Texas passion, San Antonio specifically. Would it even be San Antonio if they didn't show and mention the Alamo? This is our first Alamo episode. It had to be, right? It had to be. Has there ever been a San Antonio episode where they didn't mention the Alamo? Here's the other thing I have to say. When they do these updates that add three or four, maybe five minutes at the end, they have to edit out little bits of the show to make it fit, right? They kept in the reference and the B-roll shot of the Alamo. 
That it was that important to us. It's not enough seconds. I think they don't touch the intro, would be my guess. That intro that is written and all, you know, put together, edited together, I think they cut after that. That's my guess. That's my best guess. Because it is literally in the first 30 seconds. It is Andrea's intro includes Alamo and River Walk, whatever Maybe it's in her contract. If we are in San Antonio, I have to mention the Alamo. It could be. It's like her family was in the war or something. No, I think it's any host. Oh, okay. It's not just Andrea. Remember, we get another Dennis in San Antonio. I believe it's Dennis, and it is Alamo. Gosh. I think they have to say it. They have to. It's in their contract. So Mm -hmm. Bill and Francis, sorry, I made that sound like one name. Bill and Francis met at 16 years old. Babes, little babes. They married right out of high school. They had two kids together. Bill worked multiple jobs. He loved big rigs, so he started a trucking company. And Francis helped him make the business grow. He called his wife, Francis Vieja, which means old lady, which is strange because I I grew up in Mission Viejo, which is not, I don't think, the correct uh, gender of the word. I think it should be. What did you just call me? (laughs) <laughs> I think I called you an old la- an old man mission, a mission old man, missionary old man. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, this is Bill Hall, in case you're looking up the people outside. Thank you. So their company, Vieja Francis and Bill, grew from the ground up to be worth $15 million. That's wow. incredible. Good job. Wow. Bill loved hunting. I don't need to see those B-roll photos. Dateline, I know what hunting looks like. He loved motorcycles. He loved women. Yeah. But you're saying, what? He's married to Francis. Yes. He's married well, we don't to... know Francis. Maybe what? Francis is terrible. This is We find that out that he's cheating on her in the first five minutes. No, it absolutely doesn't. But are him and Francis tumultuous? Do they have an open marriage? We don't know anything that's happening. That's true. Yet. It could <laughs> be like nothing. Jane Eyre where... It, Rochester has this secret wife in the attic, and so he is polygamist. He's a bi, what's yeah. it called? Bigamy? Secret, a- secret attic wife should be on the bingo cards. That's secret all I'm attic bigamist yeah. is mm-hmm. a surprise you didn't see coming. And I can't and believe we haven't seen it on a dateline yet. The people who have not read Jane Eyre, sorry Spoiled. Yep. You know what? You had like 50 years to read it. A hundred yeah. years. How many yeah. years ago? People when did it People are come behind out? on their Brontes. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. It'll be okay. Come on, guys. I can't believe I don't even know how many years ago that was. That's really sad. So I can't think of it. I have no idea. 150 know. years? 200 years. When was it written? Nobody knows. Okay. People were alive. There were people walking around. That's all I know. 1980? Sure. So 1930. Mm, it seems like Not way 19s. than that. Yeah, okay. So... I'm sure. So hold on. This is just we can't. I it can't abide. Book written. Oh, where you, you should know this. This is your favorite book, isn't it? No, 1847. Oh, okay. 1847. Did I say 1880? 175 years ago. Thank you. Hey yo, we were both right. High five. We got there in the end. I like how they describe Bill Hall Jr. right now as a man's man. 
And then also a great man, but not a perfect man. He's all the men. He's all the man that they need. He's a man's man and a lady's man. And not a perfect man for men or ladies. You know what? We rarely have perfect people on Dateline. We rarely have perfect people in the world. That's not a real thing. I don't know what you're talking about. So they were married, Bill and Francis, for 32 years. It's 2013. Francis, uh, oh, it's Friday the 13th in 2013. And Francis gets a mysterious call from Michael Myers. No, that's not the right movie. I think it's Jason. Jason, Jason Voorhees calls. Yeah. yeah. Francis gets a mysterious call from a woman saying, I'm having an affair with your husband. And she's telling this to Andrea Canning. And Andrea is so pissed. Like, I've her lips are so pursed. She is not having this. So Francis confronts Bill and he starts crying because, of course, and says, yes, it's been going on for three years. And Francis says that is not an affair. That is a relationship. You are a bigamist like Rochester. Andrea now sits down with the mistress who refuses to be called a mistress, Bonnie Contreras. Bonnie, I remember Bonnie well. Yes. Very slicked back bun. So she doesn't like the word mistress. And Andrea gives her judgy face and says, what is it about that word that bothers you? And Bonnie says, well, it makes it sound like I'm a side person. And I was so much more than that. He was the person I wanted to marry. But that's great that you felt that way. (laughs) Yeah. There is a hitch in your giddy up there. And that her name is Francis, his wife. And she's not living in an attic. No. Francis, the wife, is living out loud at the trunking company. Yeah, in the lower part of the house. So Bonnie was a 28-year-old single mom. You know I always question when these guys start cheating with a person who has kids. Because I'm like, why are you adding all these She's a single mom? Yeah, where is the child? How old is the child? We never hear about the child ever again. Not I'm once. going to assume that the child is out of the Dead? house. Oh, yeah. Wait, 28? No, no she's 28. Yeah, no, I'm saying she couldn't be out of the house. No. Could not physically be out of the house. If How, she had the-, the baby at 12, no, it would still be only 16. Yeah, there's no physical way that she had the... Maybe she, okay, it, where's the, the child? child is with the dad, whoever the dad is. I missed that completely. So that's, wow. Okay. Bonnie, what's going on? Bonnie and Bill, B&B, met at a spinach festival. I remember Remember the spinach festival. I sure do. I remember about the spinach and the teeth. I remember. So don't repeat it because I remember it. Oh, I don't remember that. But oh, that sure. was a big thing. I remember that. That why would you want to meet someone there? Because you would be worried. Spinach. Oh, that's. Stuff. I made yeah. a really mm-hmm. good point back then. So mm-hmm. she was selling chicken on a stick, and yeah, I remember that too. What is a chicken on a stick? Is just a skewer. They sell them. Yeah, I guess. Is the chicken fried, or is it like one no. of those those turkey legs at the Ren Fair? I'm sure we talked about that last time. I am guessing. Oh, I don't know. See, because this is a spinach festival. It's not like a county. If it was a county fair, I'd say it was fried. Right. But because it's a spinach festival, it denotes that there's some healthy options there. So I'm guessing that it's just broiled. Yeah. Roast chicken on a stick. Skinless broiled chicken. No salt. No, I'm sure it's got some sort of a teriyaki sauce. This is a healthy protein option. 
That's what they're doing. That's chicken on a stick. And is it wrapped in spinach? Because spinach has to be involved somehow or stuffed with spinach. I don't understand. Spinach stuffed. Yeah. Yes. Spinach Spinach and maybe Parmesan. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, Spinach Parmesan dip. Mm. Could be that. So Bill walked by the chicken stand with his friends and he and Bonnie locked eyes. And he said, I'll have one breast and one thigh. I'm assuming he made that joke. I have no proof of that. Did he? I'm assuming. If he did make that joke and Bonnie went for that joke, that tells us about both of them. Exactly. It tells us more about Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Michael Scott make that joke at Hooters when he took Jim out to lunch? Probably. At Hooters? Probably. I'm pretty sure that was the joke that, that Michael Scott made. So that's worrisome. Yeah. All right. Also, Kimberly made that joke, and so that is also worrisome. No, but I was it, doing it you ironically. Were, you were making it in a different, yeah. You weren't actually making the joke. No. You were saying that joke could have been made, oh, brother. Yeah. Where art thou? Yeah, got it. <laughs> so she snuck a peek at his finger and didn't see a wedding ring. And he mm. told her he was separated and getting a divorce. So we've been blaming Bonnie, but she might have not even known he was married, except she totally finds out very quickly and still... Is with him. So I wasn't blaming her. Oh, I was. So he calls her hit because he loves the nicknames. He calls her his Gorda, which is his chubby lady. That's a rough one. Gorda's rough. She, she is size beautiful, even yeah. though I kind of find her a little repulsive. She is size beautiful, and we will not be body shaming. But I think he meant it affectionately. I think it was no, an affectionate did. term. I think Gorda and Flaka are both used in affectionate ways. I have heard the other one before. So yeah. I think that the people just, maybe that's a, I don't know. Can I Let be called Vieja Gorda? <laughs> just combine the old lady and the chubby lady into one. No, I will be calling you Viejo Flaca. Okay. The skinny mission. I don't think that's right. So he spent money on Gorda Bonnie. They went on vacations together. He bought her a five carat diamond ring. That's a big ring, right? Hello. Hi. I don't know anything about carrots. How much is that? Five is big. I feel like people are excited if they get half a carrot, but I don't live in a rich man's world, so (laughs) I don't know. I just don't. I'm not really good on diamonds, but I feel like five carrots. Did Kim Kardashian have like three? A five carat yellow diamond. So more significant than the ring. Yeah. More of a sentimental gift. Are the spa days. No. And the the vacations. More significant and sentimental to Bonnie, the breast implants. There we go. He got her breast implants. And Mm -hmm. so now she's not just size zone two, size beautiful. She's what I will call zone two A, which is where you also have boobs so big that you're in danger of strangling yourself while you're sleeping. Shout out (laughs) to all my zone two A's. Mine are actually trying to kill me when I sleep. And that would be a great dateline because no murder weapon, no suspect. It's like the icicle. I'm sorry, but shouldn't it be called the zone two D? (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to mess up your. No, what you've done you're here. right. But, no, you're absolutely but a right. But A is a bit insulting to the actual A's. No, you're absolutely shout right. out. Yeah. yeah no, okay. shout Got out it. to the A's. Yeah. I'm always but, jealous of the A's because the grass no one, is greener. But no one from an F with an A is going to st- in danger of strangling themselves. Right. So yeah. 
So we all have different challenges in life. And so Bonnie says to Queen Andrea, I wasn't that big. I was maybe a small bee. And Andrea, the epitome of class, Andrea, she's staring at Bonnie, who's talking about her breast size on Dateline, even though it has nothing to do with the case. And Andrea is looking at her like I look at the people on Love After Lockup. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen her dislike someone right off the bat ever. And we see her interview murderers. What order did she do these interviews? Because we have our main interviews in this are with Bill's daughter, Nikki, Bill's cousin, who I forget his name. France, really though, Francis and Bonnie. Francis and Bonnie. Did she interview? Are, are you asking? Two... Did she, so she did she interview Francis first, and then right. form an affinity to Francis, and that clouded her vision of Bonnie? Bingo. Maybe she did really kind of fa- find a connection with Francis, and that doubled down on her dislike of Bonnie. Also, difference... Bonnie is just not very likable. Regard, take, forget about the cheating. She's just not a likable person. I'm sorry. The difference between Francis and Bonnie's interviews is immense. Yeah. I would say Francis is very human coming across in just the interview. I'm not talking about anything else. I'm talking about in this one episode of Dateline. Yes. Francis she cries real tears the whole time. Is relatable. Right. Yeah. And you feel what she's talking about the way she describes things. Bonnie is so put together and very defensive and then self-righteous very very self-righteous yes cold yeah very cold so it's hard not remorseful for anything and she has an answer for everything and the answer is it's not my fault right and so that's hard so you know like like on 90 day fiance you'll have one season where sinjin gets an amazing edit and then Tanya gets a horrible edit, and then they're mm-hmm. on a second season, and for some reason the editors don't like Sinjin anymore, and they like Tanya, uh-huh. and all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, Tanya's amazing. She's the victim here. She is hero for women, go Tanya, boo Sinjin, who we used to love. That's how we're getting these two women. I don't know why I just threw in 90 Day Fiance, but I did. But do you think that we're... Bonnie was a little bit different than what we're seeing. No, I think Bonnie gave them that. And I think Francis gave them that. But I also think they choose which which clips to put in. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my friend, friend, can I call colleague was just on the news and it was like the local news and it was maybe 30, 45 seconds. And she said they filmed her for three hours. So imagine for a dateline where it is like a f- half an hour interview, it's going to be like six seven eight hours they're interviewing you know yeah that's absolutely true and bonnie does get a fair amount of b-roll yeah she does so they and were so with does her, her little for... doggy yeah and i'm sorry they were with her. i love dogs this yeah. dog does not help her image no it's not great it's what it's, you would imagine her to have i'll get into it later bonnie's going in at a disadvantage bonnie is The mistress, even though she doesn't like that word. She is Bill's mistress or side partner, whatever you want to call her. (laughs) They do make a point about bringing up the breast implants. They don't need to do that, but they do. It's brought up. Well, actually, it becomes important later on. So I do actually get why they do that. Now I understand. But at the beginning, we don't know that yet. Right. So it seems like it's sort of like you're led to... And then she sort of shows up with this little dog. It just sort of completes this picture, mm-hmm. right? She has a lot to fight against, and she doesn't fight against it. 
Right. There's a few things that she maybe should have skated over that she doesn't. Yeah. And also, I know I'm giving a lot of heat to Bonnie, and a lot of the heat should obviously go towards the cheater in the marriage, Bill. But I'm going to try to go easy on him. But he acted like a full-on bag of wieners, but he's a grown-up adult. He's a gray-haired bag of wieners. He made a mistake, too. He made a mistake, too. A three-year mistake. Yeah. He made a giant error. This is a big marriage error. Mm -hmm. And this is a marriage-ending error, right? Yeah. He doesn't get off easy, either. No. So Bonnie says her side of the story, she never called Francis out of the blue and that Francis knew about the relationship and that they had talked on the phone several times about what the divorce would cost. And Francis was nervous about dividing up properties and she wanted to make sure she got her share of the business. It's who is telling the truth. They're completely telling different stories. Phone records? Do we have phone records? Do we have phone records? Yeah. I would really like some evidence on how many calls went between these two women. Right. The reason I don't where are your receipts? Right. The reason I don't believe Bonnie specifically in this moment is she said Mm -hmm. when they talked about dividing up the properties and money, Bonnie told her, I don't want any of the money. And I don't buy that for one second. So that's why I don't believe Bonnie. But I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. There's a third truth, which is the combined truth. Yeah, I think you might be right. So one day, Francis sees Bill brushing his teeth and she snaps. I would like a record of all the snapped episodes that began by watching your partner brush their teeth. I think it was, if I'm guessing in my head, I sort of picture this scene and I totally get it. He's done this horrible thing, and he's sort of doing this little dance that he does and brushing his teeth. Like happy, carefree. Humming a song that they both like or something like that, you know? (laughs) And it's just, her life has just kind of been wrecked. Uh Her safety net shattered. All these things she thought is true are not true anymore. And he doesn't seem to be bothered at all. He has the audacity to work on his personal hygiene at a moment like this. It's like everything just no. Yeah. You don't get to feel like this in this moment because I feel like this. My life isn't normal anymore. Yeah. Why does this feel like you're totally normal and right. this is fine? You bag of wieners. Yeah. A gray-haired bag of wieners. This makes complete sense to me. So she snaps. She starts pulling his hair and kind of attacking him. And he took it as a joke and is kind of laughing at her and taunting her. And she kicks him. And here's my question. Is it possible to not condone violence at all, but at the same time hope that she kicked him in the testicles? No, I think she kicked him in the shin. I think she went like that. Because he's probably trying to hold her arms like yeah. this. Like she's pulling his hair and he's like, oh, da, da, da. And he grabs her arms and is making a game of it. And so yeah. she kicks him in the shin. Does yeah. that make sense? And so that I feel I don't. This is rough. I, this is hard for me. If My heart hurt. She goes outside, knocks over his Harley and hits their new Range Rover with a stick. So she goes wow. full on. Taylor Swift in the Blank Space video slash Carrie Underwood. I took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. And he pushes her to the ground, not okay, Mm. and drives off waving at her like it's a joke. Girl, divorce him. Just divorce Mm. him. You'll get money. I know, but 30 years. 30 years. And she still loved him. 
longer than you and I have known each other. They've been married. Well, we are not that, even 30, so that it's true. It would be impossible. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine how hard that would be? Yeah. Three times the amount of time that we've known each other. <laughs> Three times. Sorry, I can't do math in my head that fast. But seriously, that would be really hard to divorce. And you've got children, but even though the children are grown, and they built this business together. She worked at the business uh-huh. as they grew it. So their lives are so intertwined. You'd be just so it's mad It's like our podcast, them. a $19 yeah, million dollar enterprise. That's, oh, if we had a $19 million enterprise, I would know how much a five-carat ring costs, <laughs> although I would not buy myself jewelry. And I don't see myself ever buying you a five-carat ring. No. I don't think you'd want that. No. I feel like you'd rather have a five-carat van. Yeah. So the next day, she's depressed. Frances is obviously going through a lot. Her family drags her out of the house to make her feel better to watch her niece's middle school volleyball game. That That is not what you do to your girlfriend who is depressed. You do shots, you watch sad movies, and you buy them fun hair things. Yes. And I have the exact place to buy fun hair things. And it's called Kitsch. My question for you is, when did beauty, like love, Gets so complicated. Mm. So much time, too much money, and not enough things that work for you. That's why Kitsch was created. It simplifies self-care and beauty products that give you just a major boost so you can go on to the next thing in your life, as long as the next thing in your life is not what is about to happen in this particular (laughs) Dateline episode. I don't think Kitsch wants to be part of that. will help you in that area. Yeah. Kitsch offers game-changing, time-saving beauty essentials for hair, skin, and body. Whatever your budget, whatever your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. Kitsch's bestsellers include satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks, Satin is vegan and cruelty-free, not like silk, which is actually made from silkworms. These satin pillowcases are so great for your hair and your skin while you sleep. I cannot tell you how much I love mine. I am the proud owner of a Kitsch satin pillowcase and a Kitsch satin sleep cap. And I have said goodnight to breakage. That's hair breakage, by the way, not like breakage in relationships. Sorry, (laughs) this dateline got to me. My satin sleep cap and my satin pillowcase are beyond soft. And I feel like a 1940s movie star when I go to bed. Also, they have heatless satin curling rollers, which help you say good night to heat damage. There are TikTok videos of people throwing away their $600 curlers for these heatless satin curling rollers. It's pretty impressive. Also, while you're on the site, check out their quick dry hair towels. They work like a dream. You seriously don't know how amazing they are until you try them. And we've only been talking about nighttime and morning stuff. What about all day stuff? Check out their classic hair ties and scrunchies and adorable clips and claws. Kitsch is offering to our listeners 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash date. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash date mykitsch.com forward slash date for 30% off your order. Go to the site. You're probably going to buy the whole kitsch and caboodle. (laughs) 
Thank you so much, Kitch. Thank you, Kitch. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Are you being disrespected by your husband at a level not seen since Cody on the current season of Sister Wives? It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode, divorce him, when faced with a challenge in life, Gorda. Mm. A therapist can help make you become a better problem-solver, making it easy to accomplish your goals, big or small. And at least for me, when I have anxiety, small goals like brushing your teeth, let's say, before you get attacked by your wife can feel yeah. like big goals, like going all Angela Bassett on your cheating husband's clothes on the lawn. My therapist helps me face these issues head on and think about the situation logically. Like if I burn all of his clothes, he's just going to need to buy new clothes and we aren't divorced yet. So that's my money too. And ah. suddenly I feel so much less stressed. Thank you, therapy. BetterHelp is so easy. You take a brief survey and you get matched with a therapist. And if you don't vibe with them for any reason, you can switch at any time. It's all online, accessible, and affordable. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dateline today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Dateline. Help! I need somebody. Help. I just need therapy. Help. Better Thank help. you, BetterHelp. So Francis is driving back from the infamous middle school volleyball tournament game practice. Sorry. I didn't think that was that bad. I have actually taken my mind. This is just a family thing. You know it's what? Like, that's a fun family thing Are to there do. nachos sold at the game because if so that changes my whole opinion i have a young one in my life playing sports right now and nachos her stuff is very distracting yeah they have all of that concession stuff even just a bag of cheetos the original crunchy cheetos in the small bag they sell those on the thing but yeah, you can get those, those at the grocery store but it tastes different when you're watching like a tiny child throw a football you know what I'm saying? Okay. Seven-year-olds in full football pads. Yeah, that's It's like cute. watching a miniaturized version of something, and they don't quite know what they're doing because football's kind of complicated. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, and funny. then there's these tiny cheerleaders that also kind of don't know what they're doing. Yeah, so it's funny. It's, that sounds It's good funny. times. Yeah. So Frances is driving back in her Cadillac Escalade, and she sees Bill on his bike and their family Range Rover driving towards her. And the Range Rover is being driven by Bonnie. And this is the family's car. Yes. How did Bonnie get the Range Rover? Okay. So do you want me to explain that now? We learned that later. So We do? Okay. Yes. Never mind. All right. I think I missed it later. Go so Francis says that as Bonnie drives by her, she flicks her off. Now, Bonnie would have to have incredible vision i would feel like to be driving opposite someone fast and see who it was coming towards them i thought I they were stopped no they're driving past each other opposite directions in my head they were stopped at different lights no driving and as she's driving by bonnie flips her off that's what francis says happened going how fast uh, well, later we learn it was sixty-five seventy. So it must have been fairly fast. You're right. I think Francis was upset. I think she recognized the Range Rover and 
your mind can do, do a lot of tricks stuff. on you. Sure can. Sure it's can. possible Bonnie just adjusted the my kitsch headband and she could have or pushed up her sunglasses with her right. middle finger maybe or a finger that right. looked like it could be the middle finger or was doing this as right. she was driving. No one can see Who you, knows? but yeah. Yeah. So, so sorry, no one can see me. So Francis calls her daughter and says, I'm turning around. I'm going to confront her because that always goes well. Francis, don't do it. All hell is about to break loose. Also, the daughter was not dissuading her mom enough and talking her down off this ledge. Nikki? Yeah. Nikki, the daughter, is mad. And it's very obvious she's mad. She hates Bonnie. So She hates Bonnie with a passion. And so it's not just dad cheated on mom. It's dad's breaking up my family. Yeah. So And this woman is breaking up my family. So I'm sure she's like, go get her mom. Yeah. So Francis, is, they're going really fast, 65, 70. Francis is following Bonnie. And she says Bonnie keeps brake checking her, like speeding up and then braking so that Francis keeps having to slam on her brakes. And Francis has this big piece of granite for some construction work in the back seat that's going back and forth and making this loud noise. And Francis admits that she had full-on tunnel vision. She's seeing red. She's only focusing on Bonnie. And she says, I'm going to tell her, you want him, keep him. I don't think that's really what she was going to say. I feel like if that was your true intent, you could just walk away. You could just not do this conflict. I, she really just wanted to start something with Bonnie. She wanted her to see how much she was hurting. Yeah. You, look at my face. This is who you're breaking up. It's a human. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe. Or maybe she wanted to hurt Bonnie. She may have also wanted to pull that bun out of her hair. Yeah. yeah. Rip that scrunchie out. So Bill is riding his motorcycle in front of the ladies. So it's like Bill and then Bonnie and then Francis. And mm-hmm. at one point, Bill slows down and pulls off to the side and they both pass him. At this point, Bonnie breaks again. And so Francis has to break. And at this point, she hears a thump. She thinks it's the granite in the back and she keeps chasing Bonnie. Bonnie does a U-turn. Francis follows her. And then Francis hears wind. And she realizes two fundamental things at the exact same time. One, her back window is shattered. Two, she doesn't see Bill anywhere. So Francis drives to see Bill on the side of the road and he's in bad shape. The police come, ambulance comes. She tries to go with him to the hospital. They're taking him in a chopper. And he says, Vieja, come with me. He's kind of choosing her in that moment as he's badly injured. And I don't think he can see Bonnie even, right? That's true. They won't even let Bonnie through because she's not the wife. They let Francis through because she's the wife. So totally. instead of being allowed to go with him to the hospital, she is handcuffed. And then Francis puts it all together, the thump and the window, and she realizes that she hit Bill. And oh, God. Bill sadly dies at the hospital. And Francis is just absolutely destroyed by this. Bonnie goes to talk to the police. So they're each having to tell their sides of the story now. Bonnie tells the police, we had gone to pick up a bike for a bike show the next day, her and Bill. And so on the drive home, Bill drove the bike. She drove the Range Rover. That's why she was driving the Range Rover. 
So he, I see. Got they it. This went was to not go pick normal. up a bike and you need two people to do that because you have to drive there and then one person drives each one home. I think this is why I was confused because they talk about him having this blue Harley, right? Yeah. And so when she said she knocked over the bike in the driveway, I assumed it was the blue Harley. He had taken the bike off. He got on the bike and drove away when she knocked it over, I think. So he had it with him. But then how did she get the Range Rover? I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? I think he drove off in the Range Rover. And I think maybe they had to go pick up the bike at their house. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what happened. They made it seem like they went to a shop. Yeah, they did. They, make it seem like Because they he was on shop. the Blue Harley when he got hit, correct? It was a blue bike. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a baby blue bike. Yeah. That's the only reason it's like I've never seen a Harley that color. And so it seems... Okay, so that's why I was a little confused as I didn't understand because I too thought he had taken off on the motorcycle. So I didn't understand how they were, how that other car got in the mix with her driving it. But all right, that that makes sense now. Okay. I'm going to go back to look, but I don't think it's that. No, I was just wondering. I was just wondering how she came up with the Range Rover because I'm wondering how, it, maybe they just had a ton of cars. I think and so she wouldn't notice that the Range Rover was missing, yeah. you know, that she wouldn't care. She drove the Escalade all the time. But she was like, that was our family car. The Range Rover was our family car. And I'm like, well, then what's the Escalade? I don't know. These are both huge cars, right? Yeah. Why isn't the Escalade your family car? I don't Maybe they had 10 cars. I think they have 10 they, family cars. They had a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So Bonnie is driving and she feels someone hit her from behind twice. Mm. She looks in the mirror and sees Francis for the first time. So she says she never flipped her off earlier. She never even saw her until she was hit from behind. And mm. she says, I wasn't brake checking her. I was speeding up. I was trying to get away. Their stories are completely different. She says she was hit so hard by Francis from behind that her purse flew to the floor and she was pushed into oncoming traffic. Remember that for later. Yeah. But it is the worst when your purse goes flying. Everything goes flying. I have that happen to me all the time. I have me at too. least three Thrive mascaras underneath my seats that are just stuck there. They belong <laughs> to the car now. I will never see them again. They have names. Like, we don't even have joint custody. I will never see them again. We had a <laughs> no, messy divorce. So oh, no. Bonnie looks in the mirror and sees that Bill is now betwixt the ladies. So this is different, too, because in Francis's story, he pulled off to the side in Bonnie's story, he's between them. So she sees in the mirror, in her rearview mirror, Francis hit Bill from behind and he goes flying. So Bonnie says it wasn't an accident. It was on purpose. Francis is charged with aggravated assault and deadly weapon, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and murder. Francis and her daughter Nikki say this whole thing is Bonnie's fault. She's a gold digger, a stalker, and a liar, and a cheese. And a cheese. You knew that was coming. I did. So now we're going deep into Bonnie's situation and backstory with the family. And we're Mm -hmm. getting all the dirt from Francis and her daughter. So apparently, Bill had come to Francis and said, Yes, I've been sleeping with this woman, but she is manipulating me for money and I can't get away from her. And he told her the reason Bonnie called and said, I'm having an affair with your husband 
was because she was mad that he wouldn't give her $100 for a manicure. I mean, $100. Is it dipped in Cadillac converters? What is what's worth a lot of money Catalytic now? Catalytic converters. Internet fame is worth a lot of money now. Was it dipped in TikTok followers? It was dipped in clout. Yeah. Is what it was dipped in. There you go. That makes it $100. So Bonnie wow. was stalking the whole family on Facebook. She created a fake account and she friend requested every cousin, every aunt. She would watch their movements. If she saw that Bill took one of them on vacation, like took Francis on vacation, she needed to go on a vacation too. So she would be like, she watched their whole, the whole family's movements. He says he tried to break up with her, but she threatened to air their affair online. And she had over 2,000 pictures. And we're about to see some of the pictures. So Bonnie is stalking them. She knows their schedules. She followed Francis to the grocery store. She followed Francis and Bill into a movie theater and sat three rows behind them. She's not going to be ignored, Bill. It's very intense. Mm -hmm. So Bill tells Francis, Bonnie got pregnant. And he asked her to get an abortion. And the only way she would agree to it is if he got her those breast implants in exchange for the abortion. And Bill told Francis this? Bill is telling Francis this. And Francis is telling the daughter this. So, so I'm sorry, this is all after that phone call that happened on Friday the 13th? Yes, yes. So before the accident, yeah. So from the 13th to the accident, we don't know how much time there is. I think it was three weeks. Okay, so yeah. So but Bill's I might have been, just okay. made that up. It's okay, possible I just made that up. It's hard because Bill is kind of opening up, but then also she's really, really angry with him, and I don't know. He painted I it. I don't know. And this is, again, just how he painted it. As mm-hmm. a very fatal, uh, yes, I made a mistake, but she's crazy. And but I can't get rid of her. I can't get rid of her. This is fatal attraction. Yeah. She's going to destroy mm-hmm. our family. It's us against her, really, because she's crazy, you know? But of course, Bonnie says, this whole thing never happened. The thing with the breast implants. Yes, I got breast implants. I was a small B. I'm not sure if I told you that, Andrea, but I was like a small B. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. That detail. Um, I just don't like, I don't like that she didn't need to she didn't say need that. To say I remember that. that from last time where it's like, just let it go. Just be like, uh-huh. And just move on. Because yeah. if you don't give any attention to it. Yeah. And Andrea's I'm not shaming not anyone, it. by the way, who got breast implants. You know that. No, nobody but cares about no that. No one cares. It's just the yeah. fact that you have to tell us that. The, just no one cares what your original matter. breast size was. No one cares. No one cares about any Andrea of it. Andrea no Canning is doing a journalism job here. She doesn't care. The only care. reason we're hearing that you have them is because of this other part of the story, which you just told us about the baby or possible baby right. to breast implants equation, right. which so we don't know because we're only hearing from Bill. This is completely made up. I was never pregnant. I would never give up a baby for some boobs. That's ridiculousness. And I remember thinking that ridiculousness. That's a good word. And now it's a show on MTV. So maybe hmm. she coined that word. A week before Bill's death, Francis and Bill meet at a hotel trying to reconcile their marriage. But guess who shows up? Bonnie. And Why? she's Because she's a stalker. So she says to the hotel, I need to get in to see him. I'm his wife. Look at this five carat ring on my finger. And Bill tells hotel security, that's not my wife. My wife is here with me. 
So he cho- chooses Francis in this situation, and yeah. security has to escort Bonnie out. Mm-hmm. Then a war of texts happens, starting that night at the hotel. Bonnie sends Francis texts, texts her photos of sex positions, lists of things that they would do together, her and Bill. She says, this is what he likes, you fat old woman. And we see one of the photos on Dateline. It is the lighting is green-ish. It's like two aliens are having sex. Also, I can't tell who took the picture. From that angle. It looks like there's a third person in the room, but whatever. Yeah, I had some questions. No, it's a video, though. It's a video. It's a picture still from a video. Oh, still. Okay. So she's taping them, which is also kind of not. Right. And these are old videos that she took, and she's trying to send them to Francis while Francis is at the hotel trying to reconcile with her husband. Yeah. she's she She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So... Andrea says to Francis, usually the mistress tries to keep a low profile and she's sort of right. doing the opposite. And I love that Andrea is still calling her the mistress, even though she's specifically asked not to be called that. And I think that might be when Andrea became Queen Andrea. No, I think she interviewed Francis first. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think she interviewed Francis first? Yeah. <laughs> so Andrea says the rest of the pictures are too juicy to show. And I was like, I don't know. That one you just showed of of the alien sex was pretty juicy. Also, let's stop saying the word juicy. And And the texts. They can't show us any of the texts. And we do see some of the, the, not inserts, excerpts of the texts, which Bonnie texts Francis. Triple experts. (laughs) Bonnie texts Francis. Let me know if you want some good juicy, again, juicy, pics of... Me and your hubby. So it's the N, letter N, no, U, no. R for your no. hubby. And then no. she just writes, stupid old person. That's weird. It's so like you couldn't be more creative with your insults. You just picked the slowest moving. T- you're just like stupid old person. That's so weird. Get That's a little so more creative. Weird. No, no. So you know how texting is basically the new way of storytelling. It's like how ancient people would tell stories around a fire and carve figures onto the wall. Now we text each other alien photos. I would like to send Bonnie a story worth subscription because I would love for her to be able to pass along to future generations the story of getting kicked out of a hotel and stalking her boyfriend and his wife at the local AMC. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you connect to your loved ones by sharing stories and memories. Every week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a prompt that you get to choose, like, what is your fondest childhood memory? Or have you ever texted an enemy a photo of you having relations with their husband? Joni is on her third year of StoryWorth. She keeps renewing it because she loves it so much. And because of that, I'm still learning new things about her. I thought I would have learned everything by now. But I've learned all the details about her high school boyfriend, Joe, and how great Joe was. And this explains why whenever my dad makes one of his Bob jokes, my mom's sister says, I I wish you had married Joe. And then we all laugh, (laughs) except I never really knew much about Joe. But now I know all about Joe. Could Joe be my real dad? Thanks, StoryWorth. Now I have a whole new set of questions. 
<laughs> also, StoryWorth has a podcast now where StoryWorth customers share their stories with listeners. And oh my gosh, I need to get Joni on there because she has the best stories. Should it be the bank robbery story? Which one to start with? There's so many. Aerobics. Topless aerobics. StoryWorth helps bring you closer to your loved ones. Learn all about the stories you can discover together at storyworth.com slash podcast. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash podcast to learn all of the stories that you can discover. Storyworth.com slash podcast. Because we all have a story worth to tell. Oh, thank you, StoryWorth. Thank you, StoryWorth. Katie, stories help you get to know your relatives. Blood and spit tests are how you get to know yourself. That is the truth. And the only place to start there is with Everly Well. Yes. If you've been experiencing symptoms and don't know where to start, mm -hmm. Everly Well is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The Everly Well Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. Maybe some of the women in this story could have benefited from the <laughs> Everly Well Women's Health Test. Yes. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. They have over 30 at-home lab tests. You'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers that you need, whether that be the Women's Health Test or the Food Sensitivity Test. Yes. My favorite. It is. Everly Well ships products straight to you with everything you need in one package to take your at-home lab test. You simply collect your sample and use the prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or whatever device in just days. And then you can share the results with your primary care physician who can help guide you to your next steps. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. Using Everly Well was so easy. I loved the simplicity of taking my sample and also understanding my results. I was able to share them with my doctor so he could address my concerns. It was really helpful. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash date dateline. 20% off. Amazing. That's everlywell.com slash date dateline for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash date dateline. Because Everly One should feel Everly Well. Thank you, Everly Well. Thank you. So at this point, the text war between Francis and Bonnie, it's actually more of a text rampage. Rampage. Sorry, that's Archer. Oh, it, that's right. It takes a darker turn than alien sex photos. At this yeah. point, Bonnie calls Francis a hollow bisque. She said this is the real word because... Yeah of Francis's hysterectomy. And that is not just body shaming, that is internal body shaming. That's like, you're missing an organ and your colon is all twisted. You suck. That's not nice. Your That's a really iron up count is super low. Burn. It's not nice <laughs> to insult someone's body, inner body workings. And then, because Bonnie It's a is, weird insult too. Sorry, it it's really, it's what a weird insult. Also, because- Francis has had children. Yeah. 
So it's not like Francis was unable to have children. And so that's the insult you're throwing, which mm-hmm. would hurt You can't a lot. have them anymore, even though she already has. And I can because I'm so much younger than you. That's what she's saying. Why don't you make a menopause insult? Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Why are you doing that specific insult? Is like, you surgically did this. Like, you have a lot of reasons for doing that. You know what I'm saying? You Could have, have fibroids. You suck. Right. No, it probably was something else to do with her health. So yeah. it's really, it's such a weird. You have why? diabetes and you have to take insulin for your blood sugar. Exactly. This is a weird insult. Yeah. It's really, but it's dark. It's very dark. And then she makes it so dumb by adding artwork. So she texts Francis a diagram like from WebMD of a uterus. And it's always good to have visual effects when you're doing a presentation. And under the photo of the diagram, it says... This is how you look, bisque, from your insides. No, I think it's the missing uterus. The the uterus is going away, like it's in dots. It's like fading. Because hysterectomy is no uterus. Yeah, I know. I thought it was just the uterus. I think it was that was in gray and the rest was in black. (laughs) To indicate indicate that it was missing. To indicate that it was gone. Right. Or it was being taken. Right. But like, again, did you just Google that? Right. What are you doing? Yeah. Also, nothing is spelled right in her caption. It says T-H-T-S, which is supposed to be this is, and that's this how you under just the word letter U look and then the bisque word from your insides you are from your insides okay so she's a 50 year old woman what are you doing yeah also you're the one cheating with her husband why are you attacking her so this is the weirdest. and check your grammar before you send if you are stalking someone. So, She's angry texting. Yeah, that's she like is. fury text. Yeah, yeah. So Bonnie says in defense of herself when Andrea starts to come for her that this yeah, is all go. very cruel. Bonnie says, "Well, I never sent us pictures of us actually having sex. I sent her three butt pictures." So I guess that alien autopsy photo was a butt picture. It's hard to tell. And the reason I sent her three butt pictures is because Francis had said that my butt looks like a broken saddlebag or a broken toilet seat. These women do have a way with words, though, I have to say. Broken um, toilet seat. I'm trying to picture. Did I know. It, is, did it, could her butt break a toilet seat? Is that what she was? Does trying it mean that the lid is broke or the round part? Like that's the round part. The seat broken. part is broken or just not there. <laughs> but I feel like the response of "you are a hollow bisque" to "your butt is a saddlebag" is not. They're not comparable. Yeah, they're not a comparable response. Yeah. It's like you have split ends and then the person comes back with, I hope you get cancer. Seriously. They're not the same. Good luck with that melanoma. (laughs) It's It's not the same. It's not quite right. So Andrea says, you know, the one you sent specifically about the hysterectomy, Uh people are going to think that's cruel. And Bonnie says, yes, it was cruel and I am not happy about it. But I was pissed at her. She came at me first. That's not an. That's 
No. A defensive. Stop it. So Francis says, I never really sent the really nasty ones back because I can't text fast like Bonnie. I'm a stupid old woman, remember? I can't use tech. She's really good with technology. My fingers, my thumbs are too big. I can't do it. She says, Bill grabbed the phone from me and wrote some nasty things. And he was texting her the really nasty things. Now, when Bonnie hears this, she says, there's no way Bill would never disrespect me like that. He did let you get kicked out of a hotel and told his wife that you traded a baby for a boob job. What do you think? I think it's possible. I do, too. I don't know I if I believe it 100%. I would say there's a 75% 100%. chance. 75%. Yeah, I'm more 50-50. That he, that he took the phone. Also, I think she was probably really, really upset in the hotel room. We know that Frances is a crier because she cries this entire episode. Yeah, she can't so get through I think a sentence. She, and I think she probably did get that hysterectomy text and start crying. Yeah, I won't blame her. It's mean. So It also means that Bill told her. Yes. And I feel like that would feel like a real violation. Yes. That would be really upsetting because that's something personal to her. And that's a really good as point. a woman, like it's a whole it's a whole thing yeah. from woman to woman. That's yeah. why it's messed up as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's messed up. So there is proof supporting Francis's claims about stalking. There's records of Bonnie sending photos of their house and their cars to the various family members as if to say Mm. i am outside your house i am following you to the grocery store this is a picture of your car literally i know where you live yeah and so andrea says you're the one having sex with her husband why are you attacking her you are antagonizing this woman who you are already breaking up her marriage and bonnie says she was attacking me she started this whole thing i don't know how that works but okay and again this is no you called her for the first time bill is also fueling all this i'm not letting bill off the hook but bill has passed away so i'm left with bonnie to yell at bonnie legitimately started it with the phone call of announcing herself as i am your husband's girlfriend etc etc so i mean defending yourself from something you did what are you doing well she says francis knew and they had discussed it they had discussed that what the divorce would cost. I Even in that story, Bonnie made the initial phone call. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure about that either. Okay. Question mark. Yeah. Hmm. So three years later, the trial for Francis starts. Bonnie takes Oof. the stand gleefully saying that Francis hit Bill on purpose. It wasn't an accident. Prosecution plays a message that the daughter of Francis, Nikki. Nikki left for Bonnie during the chase because during the chase, Francis was calling. This is also so dangerous, Francis. You're driving high speeds, chasing people, and you are on your cell phone hysterically crying. Hands free. Hysterically crying. You're not even supposed to make phone calls when you're upset or driving. So she calls her sister. She calls her daughter. I'm chasing them, blah, blah, blah. She's freaking out. Nikki, the daughter calls Bonnie because she had Bonnie's number, probably because Bonnie kept sending her pictures outside of your work. This is your car, you know? Like, so she she calls Bonnie, leaves a message for Bonnie and says, you need to watch your back, you stupid S word. 
And so the prosecution says this speaks to intent. The daughter said, you better watch your back because the mom, Francis, was out to cause harm. And I think that's maybe valid. She was out to cause some harm to, but not to Bill. That's just what happened. I think it was to Bonnie. Yeah. She had already attacked Bill the day before. And she now wanted to attack I'm not saying she didn't want to attack. I think she probably did have rage and wanted to hurt Bonnie in some way. And Bill got hurt instead. And I don't know if that was on purpose at or the not. very least with words. Yes. Up close the, and personally. Kick some dirt not, in her face or not over a text. Right. She wanted to yell in her face. Yeah. yeah. Maybe slap her, maybe pull her hair. Or she, maybe yeah, more. But I'm saying the least of what she yeah. wanted to do was to scream at this woman in person. Yes. That would probably feel really good after all that transpired over text. 100%. So collision expert for the prosecution, he has a mustache, so I Mm -hmm. kind of want to believe him. He says, Francis definitely hit Bonnie several times with the car. But the defense has an expert too. And the defense person, team is amazing. The defense team has a matching expert who says there's no evidence these two cars hit each other at all. Mm-hmm. So Does which do you mustache? believe? There's no way what Bonnie is saying is true, that she was hit as many times as she said she did, and there was no damage to either car. Which Was there damage? There appeared to be some damage. There appears to be such a minimal amount of damage that one side could say there's no evidence they hit each other, and one side could say that, yeah, it, they got hit probably twice. And Bonnie's saying she hit me like 10 times. Hard. So her story doesn't make sense. I don't know which guy to believe. I feel like we're, again, somewhere in the middle. This is probably where we were last time, too. Yeah, it's very confusing. She tried to hit her. Yeah. She tried to hit her and maybe tapped her once. I think but... maybe she hit her very lightly and that's why there's very minimal damage. But I... I think there would be more damage if she had rammed her. Rammed I don't her. think there was any ramming. No. I think that she did try to bump her. For sure. To get her to stop. Yeah, and maybe something. hit her very lightly. But if you're going that fast, it would do right. a lot of damage, I feel like. But maybe if you're both going that fast, then maybe it doesn't do like a lot of damage because you're kind Here's of just the prob- touch. You're gently kissing. The two bumpers are gently kissing each other. Here's the problem I have. If Bonnie is brake checking her, mm-hmm. she could also very easily run into her on accident too. Yeah, that's true too. If you're too. getting brake checked and you're following closely, mm-hmm. if you can't slam on your brakes fast enough, then you are hitting the car in front of you. People so do that. So that also could cause To stage collision. an accident. Mm-hmm. They stop short, so the person behind them hits them, and then they get money. Okay, so the defense's collision expert is awesome and says the purse that Bonnie says fell to the floor means that Bonnie's lying about it. And he demonstrates with a toy car in front of Andrea, and he puts a little purse in the car, and then he hits the car from behind, and the purse flies out the back. This is the best demonstration ever. It worked I loved so, it so much. Well, 
I loved it's, it so much. Like it's the opposite of that guy who shook up the sand in the water and then says, for as long as it would take this water to clear from the sand, the sediment, from that the is sediment how long. And then he was like, and now jury, we look to the water and it will be clear. And it was still cloudy. And it was like a total fail demonstration. This one was so good. That was a nightmare. Yeah. So he says, this shows Bonnie was actually breaking, like Francis said, because if your purse goes forward, and I speak from experience, it's because you had to break really fast. That's why it goes forward. It happened to me today. Yeah. Today. So it's yeah. physics. Also, she says that Bill was between the ladies and got hit from behind. That is proved false by evidence on his bike. His bike shows that it was hit on the side by the side of Francis's car, like side swiped. So she's either Miss Saw or is lying about something. Also, I think it was happening really fast. So I do want to give her credit. I think it was happening so fast. You would be very confused about where everyone was. Also, if I remember the story right, they were turning when that happened. No. They weren't turning. I remember they turned in the drive. No, that was after she saw him get hit. She did the U-turn and went back for his body. Okay. Bonnie yeah. did. Bonnie said that. Yes. And Francis I thought in Francis's story, there was a different, I thought he was hit during the turn, which would make sense if he had fallen to the side. And then during that turn, he got hit. But so he fell back and somehow, who knows how he, that happened. What Francis I don't says she... was he slowed and went to the side of the two of them and they both right. passed him. But instead of passing him, she accidentally sideswiped him. And I don't think she did that on purpose. I, I mean, think I don't she was know. so laser focused on Bonnie yes. that she, yes. she says she kept chasing Bonnie. And even Bonnie said after she hit him and he went flying, she kept chasing me and hitting me. Like but I she, don't think... Yeah, she didn't. I don't think she totally knew what happened. And I think her target was Bonnie. And I don't think there's any way that she even saw him. Yeah. So defense says it was a tragic accident. It wasn't on purpose. And also, you can't believe a darn thing that Bonnie says. That's basically how they close their argument. Defense rests. Mm -hmm. Bonnie's a liar. Thank you very much. So the prosecutor says, listen, of course Francis hated Bonnie. We don't blame her for that. We hate her too. She's very unlikable. But we blame Francis for Bill's death. So the jury finds Francis guilty of murder and aggravated assault. But she gets to go to sentencing. And she's going to be sentenced by a jury instead of a judge. And their defense has a secret weapon, which is a caveat in Texas law called sudden passion, which is when the anger, the flames on the side of your face take over a normally sane person. Like if you've ever been hangry and someone cuts you off at a drive through, I could murder someone. And that's what this is about. So because of sudden passion, she gets the minimum sentence only two years in wow. jail instead sudden, of life was sudden passion new or is it just an old texas thing i don't know it was I, I like it i remember it seemed like the defense we get a lot with the defense team and it seems like it was either a new thing that had just come up or something that was rarely used yeah it was I very think it smart was, yeah it is very smart but the thing is you still have to be held accountable, and I don't really think two years is enough. I feel badly for Frances, but she could have killed a child. She could have killed a family that was driving, going on vacation. She could have killed so many people 
she happened to kill Bill and she's devastated over it, but she could have done a lot of destruction. Mm. So I don't know if two years is enough. So in 2018, Francis was let out of prison. But wait, there is more. This is where the update comes in. Katie, have you seen the update? I have a feeling I know what it is. Does it start with an F? Yes, it does. Yes. So this summer, Francis was indicted. So she's out of jail, but she's in trouble again. She's indicted in a multi-million dollar fraud scheme. Wow. She looks great in her mugshot, I have to say. She is accused of providing false payroll information to get lower premiums on the company that her and Bill had. And it was able to avoid them having to pay $9 million in payments. So they cheated their way out of $9 million in payments. Mm. She appears on Dateline on a very choppy Zoom call because of COVID. And I feel like she's had a glow up. I think she looks great. And she has. She says, I am an honest woman. I didn't do anything illegal. I didn't falsify anything. Cut to Bonnie, who has had a glow sideways, a lateral glow. She's still not my taste. Is she blonde now? She is wearing a neon green silk dress with neon yellow nails. And her hair is maybe a wig and it's way too shiny. Waves, big red lips. On Zoom? No, she's in person and she has B-roll and she has several different outfits going on. Oh, boy. Just very colorful and animated. I can send you a picture. Yeah, I'm curious. She's very done up. She's very excited to be back on Dateline. I think those nails are very in, yellow nails like that, but with that bright green dress. It's the highlighter yellow. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen it. It's her look. It's her style. Whatever. But it's really the schadenfreude. (laughs) Which I experience. We all do. We're all human. She has so much of it because of Francis's latest downfall. She is so happy. She says, how many more bombshells are there going to be? She looks like a liar. She looks like a con. She looks bad all the way around. And then they talk about how great Bonnie is doing. She apparently runs several businesses, including a CBD spa. I don't know what that is. Anybody? Do they rub CBD onto your body? Couldn't you do that for yourself? It's like a massage CBD. What if you get, maybe they do it better. You can't reach the middle of your back. Like I got some scalp CBD stuff. They put it on your scalp. They put it on your body. And they massage it? Maybe they have an oxygen bar. I don't know. Oh, Um, oxygen bar. Maybe. I don't know. So she, in that scene, she's wearing yellow leggings that look flesh-colored, kind of. And I don't love when people wear the flesh-colored leggings. It kind of bothers me because you always do a second look because you think someone's naked in the post office. You're always like, what is going on? Also, I think flesh-colored it, top or leggings, it's, it's the same exact. Flesh-colored is hard. It's hard to wear. And she is showing off her butt that is proudly not a broken toilet seat butt. So maybe that is also an F you to Francis. Look at I'm showing off my booty. So she thinks the charges about Francis will change people's mind about her because everyone called her a gold digger. But who's the gold digger now? She's so happy. Then we cut to Francis and Francis says, I don't know if she knows what the word gold digger means. 
<laughs> what she did with my husband in her free time, that's gold digging. I love that she says in her free time. Yeah. Like she that's... wasn't on the clock and she was doing stuff with my husband. She Francis says, I have kids and grandkids and the memories of Bill. That's not a gold digger. That's a wife. And she should have looked it up in the dictionary first. And I did laugh at that because Francis, wow. you've been called old many times. Maybe don't tell someone to look something up in the dictionary. Get out your Encyclopedia Britannica. Stop it. Oh, no. So this charge that she's up against, she could get life in prison. So she My got God. And she could have gotten life last time, but she got two years. She got two years for killing her husband. She may get life in prison for this fraud stuff. And that's Is an she update, in charge folks. of the books? That she was a big part of the business. Yeah, she did a lot of the books. Yeah. So that's what we call an update. So there could be a trial soon. Amazing. Oh my God. Uh, so, now I don't know what to feel. I know. But I mean, I was never like Team Francis. I think Francis was incredibly dangerous and reckless and killed someone. And so I was, I may have sounded like I was more Team Francis, but I'm Team neither, certainly. Oh, I think I was always a little more Team Francis. If I, I had liked, to choose, yes. I liked Francis in the interview. She's really likable. I sort of felt bad for her. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, she, whatever emotions she was supposed to be evoking, she got them from me. I don't know, but I feel like I do agree with you about the she could have hurt someone else. You're totally right on that. But this, but I do believe she had been pushed to the brink. I do too. And I think this fraud thing is just, unfortunately, I think it's fully unrelated. <laughs> like, I kind yeah. of, it's a separate whole thing. It yeah. doesn't, like, it doesn't make me think that, oh, she did it on purpose. She hit him on purpose for the insurance money. It doesn't make me think that at all. It just makes me think, oh, did she do this other really bad thing? Uh -oh. Right. So, know. yeah, it would, let us know what you think. Are there yeah. teams here or does everyone just kind of suck? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. No, if I had to pick, I would definitely pick Team Francis. Yeah, I think except she now fraud. Being... Did she defraud her employees? Are they, are they hurting? I, that I don't know. That's a great point. And then I'm not team Francis. Yeah, then we're team Nikki. But maybe in the terms daughter? of what happened with Bill, if some of the stuff she had said, her and her daughter said about the stalking, I think you just get to a point where you do kind of snap because yes. that emotional abuse that is going on. Yeah. It, on top of... The fact that your 30-year marriage right. is a f lie. Mm -hmm. And then you're thinking, is it only this one time? Is it only this one person? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it sort yeah. of throws everything into question mark land, yeah. right? And you like have a woman know. sending threatening messages to your children. Yeah, like, that's messed up. And things about you and your body. And your body. Yeah. It's... Mm. The it's inside of your body. Ins that's weird. Insides, your yeah, body. That's really messed up. Um, so this episode, okay, so remember last week how I said the episode was dedicated to Amy B. and Joe C. from Ohio? I yes. totally misread my notes. And Julie D. is from Ohio, along with Amy B. So Julie D., you're the one I was talking about that's from Ohio. Also, a lot of people sent me things from Ohio. They did have a big hot air balloon festival that we just missed. I knew missed. it. You were spot on. Someone sent me a picture of a billboard that says, are you going to heaven or Ohio, and Ohio has flames behind it, and heaven has, like, angel wings and stuff. I don't know what that means. 
What does that mean? I think it's a political ad of some sort or something about your bodily freedoms. I don't know what it's about. So, but I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. But anyways, Mm. Julie D, you're from Ohio. Joe C, I don't know where you're from because you don't have an address listed. But ladies, all three of you, Amy, Joe, Julie, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're the Ohio slash wherever Joe C is from worth of Charlie's Angels. You're not a Francis or a Bonnie. Right. I'm team Amy Jo Julie. Team Amy Jo Julie. AJJ. Start a girl group. Have any of you guys read the Brontes? Let me know. (laughs) Did you know about Rochester's wife in the attic or did I ruin that for you? Yeah. If that was ruined, we really do apologize. But again, you've had approximately 200 years to read it. That's not right. 175 years to read. Not saying that you're old and that you've been here for 175 no. <laughs> years. Oh, this is just it. We're just digging that we're hole. Digging that hole. We're just, yeah. yeah. Come on in, ladies. Yeah. Come on in. The water's fine. So a B-roll bonanza. Yeah. I have a lot more on the fashion police for this one. But okay. for the B-roll, I mean, the Alamo and the River Walk. Yeah. Still we- don't know what the River Walk is. It looks nice. The animation of the video, it's like a video game of the chase. Mm. It's like um, a first-person shooter game where you're like yeah. the Escalade driving. Where you're driving. in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was well done. Um, that was well done. Lots of B-roll of Bonnie. Bonnie B-roll is what this is called. Bonnie sipping coffee on the porch like, I'm just a classy lady. Okay. Bonnie on her phone. I expected more on the phone. Like a dongle with a little oh, diamond. yeah thingy and like a very encrusted case yeah. which was not happening that's I interesting was, she must she have seems like an accessory recently broken person. it and that was a placeholder phone yeah did we get a picture of the purse on the front seat no mm, i'm just wondering we what get a picture of, of the was. granite which is just a square of granite yeah bonnie has this little yorkie with a yeah. bow in its hair a teacup is it a teacup yorkie yeah and which, no shame, I love all dogs, but it's not helping your case. The bow and the dogs. And then the, Bonnie and Bill used to love doing prompos photos. They do them mm-hmm. all over town in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. They love doing that where he's standing behind her. Prompt. Yeah, I hope that, I wonder if Bill liked taking pictures. Because I have to say, in all of the pictures of them together, it seems a lot of her like leaning in and doing this kissy thing. And he's just kind of smiling. I don't see a lot of light behind his eyes in some of those photos. I'm sorry to say it. But I don't think he probably loved doing that with his mistress taking picture 2,000 pictures. Yeah. I don't feel like that was fun for him. Not that it matters if it was fun for him. But it did almost seem like for her that those pictures were going to be used as a weapon almost. Does that make sense? Like there was a purpose. And she did use them as a weapon. Yeah. Do you think he promised her that he was leaving his wife? Yeah. See, I don't know. And I I should I give her credit and say that that's what he had promised her? Or do I not? I don't know. It's really hard because she does this behavior of following him to the hotel do like texting the kids texting about the hollow you know all of this stuff so you it's hard to feel bad for her because of all the stuff that she does but at the core of it we could have felt bad for her because it could have been a situation where he didn't tell her he was married exactly and he told her constantly we're separated Mm -hmm. i'm leaving her i'm in the process of divorce Mm -hmm. like this could be a very different story but unfortunately sort of the the choices that bonnie made Mm -hmm. they both made horrible choices 
choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like Francis in the heat of passion, Bonnie kind of consistently over that end part. Yes. That's rough. That's rough to like. Yes. Okay, let's go to fashion, please. Yeah, Bonnie really likes jewelry. She's a jewelry gal. Yeah. Do you think she sells jewelry? Like Do you think MLM? she's a paparazzi sales rep? That was my next question. Is that an MLM? Oh, yes. Yeah. And I just made your day. Because yeah. guess what you're doing next week? You're going to look up that. <laughs> <laughs> there are some scandals around paparazzi. Ooh. I can send you three good videos right off the bat. Ooh. Yeah, paparazzi is an MLM jewelry where it's cheap, but you got to get it now because they only make these things once. Mm-hmm. It's that kind, do you know what I'm saying? It's yep. sort of like LuLaRoe where you got to get the prints yep. that are whatever. Yeah, paparazzi is the jewelry version of that. I think there is a 90% chance that Bonnie has at least tried to sell paparazzi. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I feel like she might have tried like pearl parties, but she doesn't have the charisma for it. I think she also likes gaudier jewelry than pearl parties allow. Pearl parties are sort of simple. The paparazzi's like you can get the bling collections and stuff. She was wearing about 15 bracelets on each hand. And I was shocked that you can't hear them in the interview because if you go up to touch your hair or your face at all, they're going clank, 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 clank. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm sure the sound people were so – it also could be why Andrea is making that face because they have to keep stopping because they're putting moleskin in between each of the bangles because she refuses to take them off. So they have to make them soften the sound on them. Yeah. That's what they have to do in wardrobe. We got to ask Andrea. Yeah. I'm very curious. Okay. I also had – okay. I have a lot on the defense team. I feel like we really liked the defense team last time. I liked them this time. The red-haired lady – Oh, yeah, I liked her. I also liked the prosecution. I thought she they were good, too. But didn't you think she was very pretty, the prosecution lady? I thought all the women were beautiful on the whole defense and prosecution. It was like a pretty Texas lady fest. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on. But I did notice that on the defense team, they had their eyelashes on. And I like it. (laughs) They're Texas. The good defense starts with a good false eyelash. Yep. I was very into that. Did you have anything for fashion police? There's just a lot of animal print. Francis yeah, is. is wearing several times animal print. When she appears mm-hmm. on Zoom at the end, she's wearing a shirt with maybe the Virgin Mary on it, unsure, and animal print sleeves. Very strange. And then there's a photo of Bonnie with Bill, and she has full animal print on, too. So I think both, they could have bonded over their love for leopard print, but nay, it wasn't meant to be. Nay, they were never going to bond. Also, how old was Nikki when this was all taking place? Was Uh, Nikki in her 20s? Probably, yeah. I bet Nikki was furious that Bonnie was 28. Oh, yeah. Was Bonnie 28? Yes. Bonnie said she was 28. Ooh, good question. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. Food for thought. Do Do we think that the passion thing... Do you think it was aptly used in this case? Brilliantly sort of used. answered that. I think okay. it makes a lot of sense. I would love to hear from psychology today on if they recognize that this is a real thing, but I still don't think it is an excuse. It sh- could, I still don't think it could be used as an excuse in cases of like murder. This felt like they were using sudden passion as a manslaughter type, mm-hmm. but I don't think Texas has manslaughter, I'm guessing that that's not an option because I feel like that would be used in other states. What do you think an appropriate time would have been? 10? Yeah, maybe. Hard to say, right? It's really hard to say. 
Interesting also that she had the jury choose the sentence. I don't know if I would have been that bold. They'd already found you guilty. Yeah. I feel like that's a reason. There's another dateline about this young girl. She's like a late teenager and she Mm -hmm. is texting her boyfriend like that because he wants to break up with her. And she's like, I'm just going to kill myself then. She's texting him as she's driving all of this horrible stuff. And she veers the car over onto the other side of the freeway to kill herself and she hits a pregnant woman and her child and they both die and the girl the teenager survives she has (gasps) no memory of what the fight with her boyfriend saying that she was going to kill herself veering the car they oh my god they show her text messages she does she has brain damage she has like no memory of it she has to like relearn how to walk and stuff they try to show from her car that she didn't break at all. They can show from the internal computer of the car that she didn't break. She was speeding up, but she won't admit that she did it. She's like, I can't apologize for something that I don't think I did, that I don't remember doing, but you're showing me proof that I did it. How do you punish someone and send someone to jail for life when they don't remember that they did it, but they still did it? And it, this is like sudden That's passion. Really like she's in a red question. zone. She's not thinking. She wasn't doing it on purpose. It's like when an animal goes after a squirrel. That's all they're thinking. They can't think clearly. Can you blame someone for that? But there were real life consequences. But this there were man real life lost his fiance and their unborn child and her My little God. son or something. My so God. Like, that they deserve justice but does this teenager deserve to have her life taken away when teenagers their brains aren't fully formed anyways like they're really impulsive and they don't totally understand the consequences of death or anything because that's in your frontal lobe and it's not you know it's like the most complicated case ever and it's a date so what happened I think she goes away and the but the hard part is when she's crying and she gives when she gets sentenced she says, I just don't remember. Like, I I can't. She, like, basically still kind of refuses to apologize because she can't admit that she did it because she doesn't remember doing it. And she doesn't think it's something she would do. But there are actual text messages of her saying, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to run myself into traffic for attention because oh her boyfriend's going to break up with her. It's a tough dateline. I that think is it's a, a key. Tough... Yeah, that. That's also, tough. they put her in, and I'll never forget, this headband with a little bow to make Don't do her that. look very dainty and innocent and That's very right. young in the court, which is a choice I think That's a lot a of trick. lawyers do. I don't like that. Here's the problem in this case. I don't think Francis honestly knew she hit him. I don't. I think she would have stopped. I think she talks about the cold air waking her up, and that felt like such a visceral memory where she kind of came to and realized she couldn't see Bill around her. I don't... That feels like it was true to me. I don't know. I feel like she would have pulled over the minute she thought she hit him. But does it matter? But I could be wrong. Like, she hit him. No, it doesn't matter. But in that fact, what you're talking about, where you where that girl would not apologize for something that she didn't remember doing, mm-hmm. Frances didn't do that, actually. She did feel horrible. Yeah. Or what it seemed like she felt horrible, that she wanted him to still be here. Yeah. You know? So she knew this was, she had caused this. Yes. Even if you think that Bonnie started it, you made these choices that day. Yeah. So your reaction to what she was doing mm-hmm. caused this horrible chain of events, mm-hmm. right? 
Ooh. And it could have killed, again, someone who was not and even a part. it could have killed an innocent. A yeah. completely innocent person who wasn't even involved in this situation. Absolutely. Because you're driving around in an Escalade. Right. A exactly. massive SUV that can exactly. is a deadly weapon. So you have to be held responsible for that. Yeah. So I what don't do think two years titles? was enough. Oh, something about, I was going for a Gorda and a Gordita which is from Taco Bell, but I couldn't get past the Gorda, get a Gordita instead. I don't know. I don't know where it's going with that. I think Taco Bell is a slogan like pass the something. I don't know. Anyways, murder on a stick. Oh, there we go. Okay. Here's a good one. Mm -hmm. Range roving eyes. Oh, there we go. Okay. Driving a Range Rover. Thank you. I have driven to extreme distraction. I don't know why I wrote that. I think it was driven to distraction. That's a saying, right? Yeah, I think so. It's not a very clever title. Anyways, built up passions. Built Mm -hmm. up passions because of Bill. Sudden passion housing development. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of sudden passion. Seems right. Like a neighborhood. Yeah, it does. I'm moving into sudden passion. Yeah, it does. It seems like on Arrested Development. Sudden Valley. I think that might be what you're thinking of. That's why I did it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then if a purse falls in a car, does it make it murder? Mm-hmm. And then if a granite goes thump in a car, does it make it self-defense? <laughs> That's all I got. If a title doesn't get a laugh, is it even a title? If a title doesn't get a laugh, did you think too hard about it? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Did you try to overwork it till it just doesn't went work? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. That's exactly what happened here. It went thud like granite <laughs> Thank in the back you. of a car. But everybody, follow us on social media. Edward Batkins has been killing it with the new merch. Yes. Such good designs. Amazing. Fantastic. Also, we have a lot of TikTok happening. Natalie's been making stuff. Anna's been making stuff. They're just really good. I have been, not been making very much stuff. but Thank you, everyone. I have been thinking of a lot of things for TikTok. Now, I have that bug, but it's, oh, I don't well, know send the to ideas to me. We have people that might make them for us. But you don't have my cats. No. Oh, yeah. You got to film your cats. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. I'm yeah. trying, but they're not being good at the right moments. They rarely Does that are. make sense? Animals. They're not doing what I need them to do at the opportunity. They time. are hard to control. It's too late. They've done something and I'm like, oh, I need to film it. It's gone. No, they won't do it again. No, they won't do it again. So thank you, everybody. We are going to have maybe a, our, so we want to say what we're doing? Our book club or Bake Off? Oh, yes. Our Which one? Book club for Patreon and Supercast is this coming weekend on Sunday, and it is the book is called "If I Disappear," and it's about a podcaster who disappears and a fan. Sunday, goes October looking for them. Sunday, October first, I believe. Sure. In case you're listening to this episode later, it's Sunday, October second. Yes, and we have we have been getting your requests about ninety day, and we've been getting your requests about Bake Off. The final verdict is in. You'll be seeing them both coming you, very soon. The, you just might not be seeing them as like consistently as you were last time. Is that fair to say? At least for, for 90 day them. for one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But Bake Off will be returning this year. Bake Off will be returning in a different format and Jake will be returning. And 90 yes. day we have not forgotten about for Patreon Supercast. We're just going to be doing it 
less frequently. We're going to be doing like catch-ups. Because we have bake. Because we have bake right now. Um, and a few other things coming for Patreon. Yeah. And, and also we have things going on in our lives, guys. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Apologies. I wish I could sit in a room and just podcast and not have other obligations, but... Such is life. It's okay. I didn't choose this life. The podcast life chose me. Oh, my God. <laughs> stacks on stacks on stacks. I like when oh, I have the boy. hip lingo. Thank you, yeah, everybody. It's, it's really current. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Bye, everybody. Remember... Wait, be your own... We well, can't do be, be your, your own, own body. Be your own small... Bi- <laughs> be your own small bees. Be... That's good. Remember the Alamo. More importantly than anything else, remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you. So the next scene is like the movie Speed. We've got Sandra and we've got Keanu yeah. and Keanu's arm muscles. And we've got what's his name in the tunnel. And there's a bridge and everyone's going Dennis over 55. Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Except except they're in different cars. This isn't just one bus. Right. This is so it really cars. ignore what I said. But it's so that really it's dramatic. It's more like Fast and the Furious. It's like Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. So someone is about to Tokyo Drift. There we go. I don't know, really know what Tokyo Drifting means. I was going to let it go. So yeah, I, I didn't ask you. I know a fine. lot about car movies, guys. I feel a little weird because I broke my toilet seat the other day. So uh, does you should that feel mean... weird about that. No, like the little screws in the back of went. Eh, oh, yeah. Mine is like that, too. It didn't crack, but it's really annoying when I've sat on it now. I don't yeah. like it. I don't. It keeps going. Eh, yeah. To I the have side. to stand to on just... my toilet to get to a cupboard above there occasionally. And I think I broke Aww. it by climbing you're up so, and down on it. You're so wee. That's adorable. <laughs> Somehow that's adorable to I me. I've never know. had to stand on a stool in my life.